Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. What's going on, HPC? So glad you decided to join us today. I hope you're having an amazing day. And if not, hopefully this Devo, this devotional can help a little bit. Uh, We're picking up in Genesis chapter 21 today, looking at verse 17 through 19. We're looking at the story of Ishmael and Hagar. And uh, so we pick up in verse 17, it says, But God heard the boy crying, and the angel of God called out to Hagar from heaven. Hagar, what's wrong? Do not be afraid. God has heard the boy crying as he lies there. Go to him and comfort him, for I will make a great nation from his descendants. Then God opened Hagar's eyes, and she saw a well full of water. She quickly filled up her water container and gave the boy a drink. So we're jumping in the middle of a story here. So we're going to have to go back to Sunday school a little bit to kind of give us a little context here. So uh, I know we've been talking about Abraham. Abraham was God's chosen man. You know, he's the one that God chose to bring about his people. You know the story, Father Abraham had many sons. Many sons had Father Abraham. So this is the Abraham we're talking about. Some of y'all never been to Sunday school and it's really beginning to show. But see, God told Abraham that Basically, he was going to bring about many nations from him, that he was going to have so many descendants that you wouldn't even be able to count them, that they'd be like the sand on the seashore. But the only problem was that Abraham at the time of this promise had no descendants at all, and his wife and him were at very old age. I know we talked about this a couple of days ago, but see what happened here was Abraham began to get impatient with the promises of God. He began to not trust God and his timing and his per- and his his purposes, so he kind of took things into his own hands. And what happened is we saw Abraham take his servant Hagar because his wife was older. He took his servant and he married her and he had a child with her named Ishmael. And we see just such a realistic picture of, of God's grace and God's truth here. See, God didn't leave Abraham for messing up. He didn't give up on Abraham for messing up. But Abraham did still have some consequences for his actions. He had some consequences for his sin and not trusting God fully. Abraham had what we call some baby mama drama. And some of y'all thought the Bible wasn't relevant. But Abraham began to have so much drama in his home and it became such a mess in his life between his first wife and Hagar that eventually he didn't want to, but he had to send his servant Hagar and his son Ishmael away. And this is where we pick up in this story. See, Abraham was the man that was supposed to provide, that was supposed to protect. He was supposed to care for Hagar and his son. But he ends up not wanting to, but he ends up completely rejecting them. And we see the humanity of even those that God has chosen. See, the truth is that that man, that humans, that humanity, no matter how big they are, no matter how great they are, even if they're called by God, they will always fail you at some point. And then we see in the middle of their wandering, Ishmael and Hagar says in the middle of their wandering, they were wandering in a desert. And it says that the angel of God which we later find out to be Jesus himself. It says that he called out to Hagar and said, Hagar, what's wrong? And it's just such a picture of no matter who may have rejected you, that our God never will. That even though man may have rejected you, even though whoever it may be have rejected you, that our God will accept you. And it says that he comes down and he says that I'll never let you down. He says that not only that, but he calls her by name. 
And I thought that was so important. I don't know about you, but it means so much to me when somebody knows and remembers my name. And we see God call Hagar out by name. And it means so much when somebody means my name, knows my name, but let alone, this is the God of the universe calling her out by name. You see, your name, it represents so much more than just something your mom gave you. You know, your name, especially in biblical days, it represented who you are. It represented where you came from. It represented her pain, her shame, and her story. And we see God call her out by name and say, I know who you are. I see your pain. I know your shame. I know what you're going through, yet I want to be in relationship with you. I see that Abraham may have rejected you, but I am calling you to walk with me. And then it says that he encourages her. He comforts her and he gives her a promise that through Ishmael, he will have make a great nation. And then it says that he opens her eyes and provides for her and she sees a well of water in the middle of the desert. Man, I love it. It's so good. He gives her a promise for her future, but he gives her provision for her present. And you know, growing up in a home with a single mom, this story just really hit home to me. I'm glad when I was about the age of six that God called out to my mom, and it would happen to be through a church much like ours, doing an outreach in our neighborhood, but God called out to her. I'm thankful that God calls out to the rejected, the brokenhearted, and the lost. And I know a lot of times that we are, we are a church that talks about forgiveness. We're all about forgiveness because God has forgiven us, so we forgive others, and we, we talk about how we must we must release people. We find freedom in our own lives by forgiving others and releasing them of the debt that we think that that we think they may owe us. But I think that even though we may forgive others, sometimes there's still relationships will still leave a void in our lives. They will they will leave a, a space, they'll leave us empty with things. For me, as not having a father grow up, there's things that I missed out on. There was things like identity, intimacy inheritance, all things that a father should have gave me. But maybe for you, it maybe it's a spouse or another relationship. Maybe it was for, for Abram, for, for Ishmael and for Hagar, it was protection, provision, companionship they had taken from them. Yet we have a heavenly father that steps up to the plate and says, Hagar, I will be these things. Ishmael, I will be these things for you. I know he has for me. The truth is that we can find all that we need in God. And I think it's such an amazing story that out of all of Abraham's drama, you know, most of it was really all about his original wife didn't want him to share his inheritance with his half-son. Yet here we see God telling Hagar that he will give Ishmael his own inheritance, that he will make a great nation out of him. See, when we become a child of God, our inheritance is so much bigger and so much greater than anything that this world could ever give us. And then we don't have to fight for this inheritance. We don't have to perform or compete for this inheritance. We can simply just receive it. See, I had to learn that, that God was not a reflection of my earthly father or relationships, but he was the perfection of them. So maybe you're watching today and maybe you've had some important relationships in your life that have left, let you down or left you feeling rejected or, or have failed you. Maybe you feel a lot like Hagar and Ishmael, wandering in what seems like a desert, looking for a well to water your soul. But I just want to encourage you today that God sees you, that you can find all that you need in God. He hears you. He knows you. He wants to give you a promise. He wants to provide for you. He wants to be your provision and open your eyes up to see all that he is. So if you're looking for life, if you're looking for identity, courage, purpose, or direction, I have found a well and that never runs dry. And his name is Jesus. Let me pray for you. Father God, we just thank you that you are the God that sees as Hagar called you. That you see us in our pain. You see us in our lack, Father. 
Lord, that you are the completeness of all that we're missing, Lord, that you will fill every void in our soul, in our hearts, in our minds, Lord. We thank you for your word, that even people watching right now, Lord, I pray that you open their eyes to begin to see you the way that you truly are, how big you are, how magnificent you are, how amazing you are. Lord, we thank you for your word, Lord. Psalm 16, it says, Lord, you alone are my inheritance, my cup of blessing. You guard all that is mine. The land you have given me in this, in this land is pleasant. What a wonderful inheritance you've given us. I will bless the Lord who guides me. Even at the night, my heart instructs me. I know the Lord is always with me and I will not be shaken for he is right beside me. So Lord, I pray that you just bring steady to the hearts of those that are watching, Lord. Or they are able to lean into you and find out that you are all that they need that you are water for their souls, that you speak to them today, Lord. We see you in a new way today. We feel your promise. We see your promise today. We're reminded of how good you are. We love you and we worship you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.